that'll do us. I'll bail in. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Copcast podcast. Um, coming to you, well, we haven't covered the Watford game, and we are going to cover the Chelsea game with it. Um, not very not very many positives to draw out of these two games. Uh, two brave gentlemen joining me this evening. First up in Berlin, as always, Neil Patterson. Neil, how are we? Yeah, yeah, struggling bubble on. Bubble burst. The bubble burst. On. It's, it's a, a little, a little bit uh, less buoyant than than it have been at other other times this season. But um, we, yeah, we who who knew we we're not um, we're not infallible. So we're gonna chat a little bit about it and um, about the slump and what we think the reasons for it are, and hopefully we'll talk ourselves into feeling much better by the end of it. Yeah, I think I, I think I need to see the evidence of that. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up in Liverpool, we have Jay Reid. Jay, are you similarly deflated? I am now in common with my blue nose friends in watching my team, expecting them to win. You're not suicidal. Come on. Like. <laughs> oh, it's, it's 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 been a while. I think this is what the first time in clock rain that we've lost two in a row without scoring. Obviously, um, I think it's three game, three games, three out, out of four, four we've lost, lost. Yeah. yeah, without scoring as well. So it's not good. But I mean, as as I know, we haven't covered the the Watford game. But what I will say is the fact that Everton were robbed at the weekend sort of me going into work on Monday morning slightly better that day. We're all it's just all about it's all about the work for you. <laughs> better than angry. It's a, I, I spend pretty much seventy percent of my life probably in that place. So. Uh, yeah. it was nice to just not go in and have them gloating about beating the Manx but mm, we'll get into the meat and bones of what has been an interesting what, last five days for us but I suppose it goes a bit further than that doesn't it it does I, I would actually class as, as a perspective changing week or so uh, Neil I'll, I'll I'll come back to you um, you know the Watford game was pretty poor um, they took their chances. As far as I'm concerned, Watford played very well, stuck to their game plan. I have no complaints about the loss whatsoever. I'm not screaming and shouting about it. I took that one on the chin. I, I was happy to take that one on the chin. I was happy to take Atletico Madrid on the chin. It was 1-0. They're a difficult side. I was disappointed with the goal. You know, we struggled by against West Ham. And then this against Chelsea with sort of, you know, seven changes, basically. Um, you, is it a case of Klopp really not liking the FA Cup or not valuing the FA Cup? Not really. You know, if he gets through, he gets through. You know, I, I saw on Twitter and whatnot. You know, he didn't bother to send a uh, send a team to the last round, sort of thing. So, so in regards to where the FA Cup sits in his priority list, maybe it, it, it's not so high. But I think, given the fact that you know we lost against Atleti and we lost against Watford, certainly I was expecting a reaction, which. I think for me is 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 why it's been the shock to the system that that, that reaction didn't come. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting because it's um, obviously it's three defeats um, and taken as a whole, you could say you know it's it, it's uh, it's a slump, it's a, it's a dip, it's um, it's 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 concerning and it's it's. It's one kind of definable thing, um, but 
the games were very different, as you've sort of alluded to there. You know, Atleti's a good, very, very good side, uh, particularly at home. They've not lost a European tie at home, uh, potentially under Simeone, but certainly in a few years. Um, so we weren't going to necessarily go there and be the first to, to do that. So coming out of there with a 1-0 isn't the worst. Uh, the, the manner of the goal is, is pretty... Frustrating because it's just a, a lucky one. Neil, really, would it, be, would, it, would, it, would it would it be fair to say that our perspective was maybe changed on the second leg and our confidence? You know, given given what's gone on from the athletic game, our confidence is kind of knocked. It's, I'm not as confident maybe as I was going into the, the athletic game. Potentially, potentially. You, you know, that's that's that, that's the effect it's had on us. Potentially, potentially. Um, but you've got to remember as well, though. Um, in terms of confidence and stuff, I mean, we, we pull it out for the big European nights at Anfield. There's no doubt about that. I mean, if you think about last season, um, we have probably our worst run of the season in the build-up to the Barcelona second leg in that we obviously get battered 3-0 in the, in the new camp in the first place. And then we, I think we draw with Everton and United back to back around that time, and it just seems that we've we've kind of blown our our chance in the league because we've gone from being like ten points ahead of Christmas to now we're chasing City, and those draws look like they may have cost us, and it looks like we're potentially going out of the Champions League as well. And then of course we know what happened, you know the rest is history up to this point. Um, so. Uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Certainly, that uh, we're not invincible anymore now. We've, um, we've we've shipped we've shipped quite a few goals in the last few games, but but the games have all had their own circumstance. I think the big one was was probably Watford. Um, that's the that's the moment that the air and the reality of invincibility disappears in front of our eyes. And I think the whole time all of us are watching that game, we're probably going. Okay, we're not playing that well, but um, you know we're still in at this. Two, at two 0 you're going. Well, we get a draw here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even at two 0 it's only when it goes three 0 and it dawns on you. Actually, we've been pretty shit, and we're not we're not getting back into this, are we? And for the first time this season, that thought, that realization was there. And then the same thing happened last night. From seventy minutes on, from when Barty hits that. And, it goes in, then you, yeah, you know. But it was only two nil, nil. But the, it was only two nil. But you felt the same, and that's the the yeah. the, the generation basically of confidence. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been sucked out of you a bit, but there are extenuating circumstances. I mean, Watford played exceptionally well, but the wheels fell off a little bit for us on that day last night. You're right. Seven, it's, it is seven changes, and regardless of the fact that it looks like a fairly strong team on paper. You've got a team there that's that's never played together before. You've got combinations there. We met. I mentioned pre-pod. You've got Manny on the right instead of playing in in dovetail with Robbo on the left. So you're losing your left side. And what happened? Robbo and Divi didn't combine well, and and that didn't work for us at all. So even when you've got your uh, you know first choice players on the pitch, if you're not playing them in the positions you normally play them in, then then you lose something there. Um, I think Nico Williams. Is a very very exciting prospect at right back and, and had a, a, a good game. There's no no doubt about it. But he doesn't doesn't or nor can he be expected to run games like Trent Alexander Arnold does, who's who's pretty much our most one of I would say most integral player that we have at at the club. 
at the moment uh, in, in the first team. He's he's he pulls the strings. He sets the tempo. He his his I mean he's been compared to Kevin De Bruyne by several pundits as well as fan media uh, personalities and so on. I mean that's not for nothing. So you don't play him as good as Nico Williams is. You lose a lot by not having Alexander Arnold on the pitch. Uh, obviously, Adrian spoons that in. Um, if we don't go one 0 down there, who says we lose the match? Um, so we, we didn't have the, we weren't clinical in in either box last night. Obviously, Mo Salah doesn't start, Firmino doesn't start, Minamino's feeling his way into the into the setup into the team. Divock had one of his less influential games, shall we say? Um, had one good move right at the start, but but pretty much faded and, and was frustrating as as ever. Um, so you got a lot of uh, you got a lot of caveats. There. You got a lot of reasons why last night didn't go perfectly, but taken as a group, you know, three losses from four isn't good. Um, I do think that the focus from the from the three games of uh, the, the league game, the Champions League game, and the FA Cup one last night, the focus for the manager would be on the Premier League and the Champions League, and not so much on the FA Cup, as you rightly said. We didn't send a team. Last time and even this time, he's gone halfway and it hasn't quite worked. I think we we played perfectly well in between the boxes last night. I think we were just we lacked that uh, clinical cutting edge in, in in both boxes. In either box, um, we did just uh, we couldn't put the ball in the net. Uh, second half, we couldn't create the chances. Um, couldn't create that that final chance, but we moved the ball quite well at times. We we um, we looked neater, particularly first half. And we should have taken the lead, but again, we, we weren't clinical in front of goal. And, and that's an issue we've actually seen creeping in over the course of the season, that we've become less clinical as the season's gone on. Um, the goals have sort of dried up a bit, so we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you, you can take it how you want it. I mean, it is worrying, as I said, looking at it as a, as a one, but you hope, you, I would hope anyway that the, the circumstances surrounding our next set of fixtures will be different and um, therefore the results and the performances will be will be different one like to hope so jay you know for your own point of view um you know we, we started basically the week um with with you know a travel possible you know possible travel we could be invincible and and you know we find ourselves this evening we're not invincible anymore we're we're looking at a double as as best and and you know if we really want to be scary about it we're even behind from the first leg of the of of that uh, european tie and i think for me uh, and you like you go to the games and you see it and we sit in these podcasts and we, we can't make up our mind who's man of the match and there's so many good performances and so on i think for me there's been so many unremarkable performances in the last couple of weeks um, you know, where, where we would struggle to find a Liverpool man of the match, where we were fighting over who was man of the match before. And, and I think that that's where some of my worries coming from out of this. Yeah, I say, well, a week's a long time in football. It's not just a, a saying and a, and a cliche. It really is. Like, if you look at games, like, we could be 20, what are we, 22 points clear now or 25? I think we're 25 still, aren't we? It's not 22. 22? 22. 22. Yeah. Ah, 20-something. Right, so, <laughs> right, we're, 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 we're stupidly clear, but we're, 20, say we're 22 clear now, and we could be 25 before City play again because we're the early kickoff on Saturday. It conceivably could be in 
the old saying, a week is a long time in football. We could still be 25 points clear and Manchester City would have played the game more than us. Well, they're going to Old Trafford, I think, this weekend as well, Jay. They go go to Old Trafford on Sunday. Then they play the game in hand from last weekend with the Cup against Arsenal at home. And then they play Burnley also at home next weekend or before we play the Merseyside derby. So in the time that we play next, we could be 25 clear still, potentially, or it could be down to 16 points. Not that we're not going to win the league from there on. Like we've we've pretty much got it wrapped up, and I'm sure it'll all be done and dusted soon enough. But I think it it is alarmingly worrying that we we did say before, but that maybe is it the break that's done them more harm than good. That everyone seems to have fell off a cliff and. I think I've been. Well, you need to, you need to put the caveat in there. It, it, it wasn't so much wasn't so much a break, Jay. You know, we've gone to Dubai this time last year, I think, and the group stayed together. I think that that break was maybe the fracturing of the group, and they're all going their different places. And and you know, you're actually on holiday, supposed to on holiday on a training camp, if you know what I mean. And maybe that maybe that could be the the factor in this that that's caused the the the, the, dis, the disconnect. It could be, yeah. I mean, we're, we're all throwing theories out there. I mean, I'm dodging the elephants in the room. That is Jordan Henderson. We'll get to that one shortly. But um, it is alarming that, you, well, I've sat there the last last two games, obviously, because we've lost them, um, thinking who's over a five out of ten in, in our performance. And normally you'd be really scraping the battle to find a player who was five out of ten in any of our games previous to this this season. So that also says a lot. Um, I don't think there was too much wrong with the selection last night. I think we all know Klopp isn't a fan of the FA Cup in terms of he doesn't rate it on high on his agenda as much as we as fans would love it. I mean, I've gone on record saying I'd love a day out at Wembley, but obviously that's not, not going to happen again this year. But what we put out there was, was good enough, I think, to get a result and or I think maybe the lineup in terms of the formation was wrong of Mane on the right to be on the left. You said it takes away from Robbo, but then also, I mean, we maybe he was thinking give some more experience protection to Williams, but Williams seemed to find himself getting caught in field a lot of the times, and that's going to happen. He's a young kid, but I think Chelsea targeted him like a lot of teams used to target Trent maybe eighteen months ago, where he was the weak link in our team where he no longer is and the targets of them unfortunately they got a lot of joy especially in the first half with the the switch ball and they were getting in but for the first half it was a it was a contest last night and up until you say like Alice, Adrian sort of spooned that one in after making three really good saves it just sort of sums up the life of a goalkeeper but I think the more alarming thing was the the fact we come out in the second half like we come out at the weekend in the second half where the alarm bell should have been ringing. I thought we were okay for more. 10 minutes, Jay. I thought the first 10 minutes of the second nah, half we were pretty good. I I think it, from what I think I put it maybe in our WhatsApp that I think we're, we were carrying players and Minamino, Origi and Jones eventually got going but for the for the majority of the game I think we sort of carried those three players through the game. I mean, I don't know what you two think but um, Jones probably had a 15 minute spell before he come off where he sort of got more involved but those three other, uh, the other two players I think we just literally drifted by with those two in the team and at times it was like playing with nine men 
No, I hear you. And, and Neil, you know, we, we talked pre-pod about about Jones, and, and I think it was, he he sort of he got a bit more space whenever there was substitution made, but he he was he was very quiet for for a kid that you know brimming with confidence wants to be in that team. You would think he would, uh, you know, the way that he talks and whatnot, he would he'd be champing at the bit to get on with it. And he seemed a bit quiet on it. Minamino, as as uh, Jay has alluded to. I don't really have that many expectations for him this season. I think it's it's all about next season for him. Said it before here as well. Um, and Origi, we, we kind of expect him to be moving on. Um, you know, but I agree with Jay as well that there was enough on the pitch there. But again, we, we, we kind of covered it. And, and, and I want to be kind of devil's advocate about this and just, just look at possibilities, if you know what I mean. And, and we're talking about the fact that, you know, Klopp really doesn't buy any of his old players and whatnot. And, and you know, the, the intensive training that he puts them through and whatnot. Um, maybe at this stage of the season, could it be a factor that they're starting to tail off because of the intensity? You know, and that's easy said that, oh, they're just back off a break and whatnot. Um, but but do you think these factors all come together in some way? Well, I think I think it's it's part of it potentially. Um, I would say though that I mean my my money is on in uh, in figurative terms the idea that they, they have lost a bit of focus because they've all gone away with their families to separate doing separate things, um, and because of the time where the break has come. We are so far clear. You, you you can't really blame them at all for sort of maybe mentally kind of switching off and thinking that, that the hard work is done. And then whenever teams start to up the ante on them, I mean, don't forget it's it's also to do with um, with the other teams that we're playing. Like it's not it's not just us um, imploding. It's it's. The other teams are playing well. The other teams are playing. Yeah, but we always had a solution for them, Neil. We've we've always had the solution this season Absolutely. for everything. Have, everything that's been put in front of us, and it just seems at the moment lost. we don't. What we yeah, what we have haven't seen in the last few games is that commitment to the style of play and that um, continuation of just doing what we do even in the face of adversity and trusting that it's going to find us and get us ways through. But again, you know, there's a little bit, I suppose, to be said, you know, in terms of, of personnel missing in that. Um, uh, Jay mentioned Jordan Henderson. and I'm going to touch on him a, a wee bit. I mean, I don't think, I don't think it's a situation of um, he's the reason him not being there is the reason why we've suddenly imploded. I think there's a, or we're, we're having trouble, shall we say, but I think there is a part, it's part of it, of course. He's a, obviously a big influence, obviously a pretty much an ever present in the side. Klopp and said he's still in the dressing room and he still has the influence. So <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it is a, it is a thing, of course. It's not, the only reason, but there are a lot of there are a lot of things. I mean, there's the going away. There's the potential that uh, of what you mentioned that these players don't really get a break very often at all, and have been playing constantly with international tournaments and league and Champions League the whole way through. And after going toe to toe with City last season and winning the Champions League and and setting a blistering pace in the Premier League this time, perhaps they are blowing up a little bit. But I would say that's probably unlikely. Um, 
what it what it does though is it it highlights the need for as you mentioned earlier it highlights the need for investment um in the front three to supplement the front three um in the summer um i don't think there's any doubt now we've seen now we've been going to the well and at certain points it's 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 been a little dry and, and particularly over the last few games um i would still i mean, I, I think there is a there is something to be said about what we were talking about pre-pod in in that Klopp doesn't go back for his old players that he's worked with before. A little bit to do with the fact that he knows that he's worked them worked their legs off already, but also a little bit because he he is a believer in in um, freshness of message and and kind of um, you likely to get more out of a, a younger, hungrier player than perhaps someone you've worked with before for a long period of time. Whereas a lot of other managers do it the other way around. They, they like to go back and, um, and take the same player everywhere they go with the same players, Sam Allardyce and Kevin Nolan, for example, <laughs> you, you know, you've got, you've got managers like that, but I think club pr- prefers to have fresh faces to, you know, to sell the, the message to and the philosophy to, um, so we'll see. Personally, I don't think it is because their legs have fallen off or anything. I think it is more of a mental thing. You can sort of see it that they're not quite as focused, as intense, as sharp as things were before. And we're certainly having issues with, with being clinical. I mean, I think I read a piece today by Melissa Reddy which, in which Klopp is quoted. And he says, listen, we, we were doing so well because we defended brilliantly for so long. But that's kind of gone out the window in the last few games, and to be fair, we've changed the defence in the last few games. It hasn't been it hasn't been settled and solid. Um, even in the Watford game, Lovren's in there. Uh, last night we, we mentioned Trent's not there, and um, I think we probably had the first choice back five for Atleti, but that wasn't a disgrace by any means losing one 0 out there. So, um, so we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, we can uh, just get it back round. And it, it is just a, a slump. It's, it's more than a blip now because it's three games. But at least, in a way, it's not. It hasn't been like three league games, and it, we aren't out of the Champions League. We do have a good chance of going through with the home leg to come, and so on. So, um, I don't think it is down to the training methods, but it certainly highlights the need, as I said, to, to bolster the ranks because um, we, we we have. God knows, Manny Salah and for me, I've done a lot of running the last couple of years. Jay, yourself, you know, we we had done the pod there last week, and and you know, it was Neil and I were very much that you know we do need maybe more than one signing for cover for the front three, given what's going to happen. Well, you know, given what Neil's saying there, did you buy into that? Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm very much of the opinion if you have something. You know, a little bit better than Divock Origi behind um, our front three. You, you know, it, it maybe adds as as an incentive for them to go out and you know every week they know their place is under threat. The same way as the midfield, same way as the defence. Our front three really don't have that pressure that that the rest of the team have. And you know, we we saw it. Um, like there's Joel Matip can't get back in again. Love him is in front of him. It's, it's a, you know, it's it's a weird scenario. You're really fighting for your place in defence, but our front three are so settled. And don't get me wrong, it's a great thing, and there's absolutely no knock in this. But I honestly think where we are now and what we've evolved into and the path that we've taken the last couple of seasons, I'm not saying they're in a comfort zone or anything like that. But I just think if something was there behind, you know, we, we're talking about Werner, maybe Sancho. 
you know, it's a wake up call for those boys. Yep. Um, well, I, I mentioned again, Blee Podley. We've not replaced Daniel Sturridge. I know he's in the headlines for the the non-footballing reasons at the moment. That's why it sort of sprung into my mind. But we let him go. And we didn't replace him. And then people were saying Brewster's going to be his replacement. He's going to step up. And he hasn't. Um, I think he's played two first-team games all season. He then, he's gone out to Swansea on loan. He's had a good impact there. Um, but as sort of a squad place, we literally haven't replaced but them. It's, it's um, desperately hard for a kid to come into that level of a front three as it well. Is, yeah, it's, it it's, is. it's all unrealistic, really. It is, but then, you know, we've 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 left a hole in the squad. And even if you look deeper into it, you know, we've not really seen Shaqiri this season. He's probably played half a dozen times at most. He seems to be having these mysterious injuries, whether... There's something more to that, which I think there could possibly be, because there's rumours like he's going to be close to fitness, and then all of a sudden he's had a setback again. And I think maybe there's something behind the scenes with Shaqiri personally. What's the fact he's you don't see him at all? You know what I mean? He's no, not involved he's, in any of the the, the, the PR the work and everything. He's, uh, no. he's very much anonymous. Um, he did make an impact last season, albeit in only in a, a few games that he played, but. If I remember rightly, he did start against Barcelona in that 4-0 victory. I, assist, it was, I think he had two assists or something yeah. in that game. Yeah, it was him and Manny with the front three, weren't it? So, I mean, if you take that out, obviously, the, it was a sort of a freak season for Origi where he, he got big goals in, in really big games. And I think I've said before, haven't I? You don't know what Divock you're going to get. Um, and the Divock from the start is very rarely an effective Divock. It usually is maybe you might get 20 minutes out of him. That's about it. But usually it's it's more of an impact that he makes. And I don't I don't like to see him from the start. But, you know, if that's what the front three are looking at, at their backup sort of positions and Shaqiri's not featuring um, Minamino's fresh in, so he's not really going to make an impact till next season. And Origi, if they're being honest with themselves, they know isn't going to threaten them. Um, then complacency probably can creep in and they've not for me not scored their own all season they've not really had a, had a moment I don't think where all three of them have clicked together in maybe one or two games it might be you could say oh yeah they sort of looked like a, a great trio but we all laud these three attackers but they all sort of go through patches and I think maybe now they're all going through this patch of nothing's going right for them and Maybe it does buy into the the overtraining theory, but these lads have been used to working for Klopp for for a few years now, so they they should know like how how the system works. And it's 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 not a blip; it is it's maybe a little bit more of a concern that it has creeped in for so many games. And even the West Ham game was wasn't a big alarm bell that we were we always probably had the belief because at that time we were yeah we were invincible, we we're going to do the treble and so on. But it was a big alarm bell that Davy Moyes can bring a team and he he mastered something for an hour where he actually caused us a, an issue and he got a team to score two against us, which was the first time in nearly three months that someone scored two against us in the league. So it, that was a concern, should there be any alarm bells for that? And then going into Watford, Watford put up a good fight against us when they played us at Anfield, but I think that was Pearson's first game, but... I mean, 
I don't I don't know what what they going were very on. good, Jay. They were very good. <laughs> they were, and we we didn't help ourselves. And I mean, are we going to have the discussion about love or not? I know we had a, a quite a heated one amongst ourselves. Um, mm, but, I I, th- I think the evidence of the of the last couple of days sort of. T- takes the takes the wind out of those sails uh, <laughs> quite a bit. You, you know what I mean. And then we were maybe a little bit unfair on Dejan being being as hard, but it was that it was the only thing that was changed. Um, yeah, and, I think and, maybe what we could say is, is we all know his days are numbered at Liverpool probably in the summer. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he is a bit of a hand grenade. Like to be fair, I think he, he just has that effect on on players around him. But we. We've gone on to lose then against Chelsea as well, as you said. But to be fair, then again, there are seven changes and there's changes in the back four. So like you say, when when that unit, I mean, that back five has only conceded one goal in this defeat. That actual starting back five that you want to have has only conceded one goal. And that was the goal against Atleti, which is a free goal. It's an accident. So there has there have been changes for... Did they not start the West Ham game as well, Neil? Um, I think they they that yeah, was the back five. Did, yeah. But in, but I meant like in the run of defeats. Yeah, you're absolutely ah, right. right. Yeah, they conceded the the two in the in the West Ham game, but um, but they, I mean that, that does happen. Like we did find a way. I mean West Ham, we did find a way to get the third goal. Like and and again, it was inevitable. We 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 had. I think we had we did a pod afterwards, didn't we? And we all thought that um, we were all confident. So we were going to come back and obviously at that point we hadn't been beaten so you were but Watford was I mean they played really well um, they also got a bit of luck that second goal where the ball stays in on the on the touchline that's a bit mad like and basically Troy Deeney like carries it up the touchline it gets passed up the touchline or something and it just about stays in looks to, for all the world like it's going out and all of a sudden they're through then Deeney plays plays the ball and saws in and he finishes it well you know um but, but uh, yeah, there have been changes. So we uh, we go into the next game, and you know, Joe, Joe Gomez is back. Trent's going to be back in. Van Dijk will start. Allison's going to be back in. So you're looking at the first choice back five, and you're looking at at Bournemouth and thinking they're the perfect team to get back on the horse with because they they just play to our strengths so well. They, they just leave themselves so open. Plus, they're on a stinking run. Um, they look they look potentially like they could go down, um, even though they got a draw with, with Chelsea. They're, they're a bit of a bogey team for, for Chelsea. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you, you've got to kind of look at it. Well, I, I'm kind of looking at it and thinking that, okay, the rotation's a, a, probably over now, pretty much for the season. Yeah, that's that's really what I want to come on to, Neil. Um, you know, because the next two, and I've seen some pundits. I'll I'll, call, I'll let you have a first crack at this one, Jay. Some pundits suggesting that he got it all wrong and he should have been resting players for Bournemouth, and you know, with with Athletic in mind. I think in hindsight now, in the position we find ourselves in, sitting tonight, um, it's going to be his best that he can possibly put out for those two games. I don't think you're going to see anything out of the ordinary. I don't think there's going to be any surprises in them. I think it's a case of from here on in, we need to get back to basics. We need to get back to, to, to winning ways. Um, and you know, the win against Bournemouth would be a platform then for, um, 
yeah, you know, going into that that massive game against Atletico Madrid, and maybe it's going to take that game against Atletico Madrid to 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 shock us back into a rhythm. Yeah, and I think one key word that Klopp always uses is rhythm. And if anything, the last few games, even the last few weeks, we've we, we've not really had the rhythm and concerns of consistency through the midfield. Obviously. We've lost Henderson. Cater was in, then out again. Um, Milner was very rusty, but obviously he's coming back um, from an injury. Ox has been in and out, but he's been managed through playing time. And then I, I, I said one player we did miss last night was Wijnaldum, so obviously he's been saved, as was Trent and Allison. Um, I, I think we will go start at 11. Saturday will be the starting eleven that we'll see on Wednesday against the Let's Go injuries permitting. Um and we've got to because these lads need to go out and put a performance in at home in front of our own fans and it's a twelve thirty kickoff. No one likes them. Like being honest with the ground's never the same at a twelve thirty kickoff at all. But maybe this has been a slight blessing in disguise that we'll we'll shake ourselves into a bit of action and We'll get behind the players a that little bit more than what we probably would do on a 12-30 at home to a team that's pretty much perfect for us to play. As you said, they're not in great form, although they have picked up um, a win, two wins and a draw in the last five league games, although the, them two wins were at home to Villa and Brighton. Um, but then they've, they've lost on the road to Sheffield United and Burnley and then they, they scraped the draw with Chelsea at the weekend. But um, defensively they're, they're a nightmare at the back and there's a lot of inexperience in terms of the goalkeeper and I think it's Jack Stacey plays right back at them um, they've got a lot of injuries of course but we we couldn't have asked for a better opponent and it, hopefully it will be a caveat that we, we go out there and we, we put a performance in and everyone then goes to game next Wednesday believing a lot more than we probably do right now, than what we did maybe after the Let's Go game when we all thought, yeah, we'll just get them back to our field and we'll sort them out there. I think maybe the last few days, everyone's sort of taken a back step and thought, well, maybe actually we've got more to think about than what we actually thought we did and it's not going to be as straightforward and you've said plenty of times how good the Let's Go are and that, that performance out there was, was no shame actually to come away with a 1-0. But I think Absolutely. This, but Jay, this, is, my, this is a big weekend for us now. My issue at the moment is, if I'm looking at that game and, and what, what we've seen in the last four games, it's where our goal comes from at Anfield. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. because we're not, we're just not threatening the goal the same way as we were. You know, it, it used to, we, we used to make multiple chances in a game. Um, and, you know, a lot of them came to nothing. But the, but you knew that we were on it. You knew things were clicking. You knew it was a matter of time. I think those are the doubts that are starting to come into my head. Yeah, and we have we have looked very weak, limp in front of goal in the past, what, three weeks? <laughs> Excuse me for that. Um, and I think maybe last night it was telling that I probably thought Ox could have come on and made a difference there last night but he didn't bring him on he's clearly keeping him on ice for the weekend and for Atletico Genie wasn't well, he's, he's going to be first choice while Henderson's away without doubt yep so there's two that come into midfield now it, it all depends on who 
goes into that third midfield slot with them, whether he looks to play Fabinho through his rustiness and his form that has come in for a bit of criticism because you know he, he's had one in this is his first serious injury that he's had in his career and maybe it's it's had a bit more of a mental toll on him that we haven't actually understood um, or whether he, he puts the lad out and maybe Milner comes in and gets a run out and gets some minutes in his legs maybe in preparation for the Atletico game which I wouldn't be adverse to maybe Milner getting 60 and just getting himself primed for um, the fact that Atletico is going to be a bit of a dogfight and we did sort of miss Milner out there in, so he's, he's in the Spain. perfect player for a dogfight there's no oh, <laughs> regardless yeah. of age he is, he is the, he'll lead by example and we, we we could yet see a surprise and maybe see Henderson on the bench at the weekend I think uh, I mean Klopp's press conference last Friday when he was he always obviously does an injury report he said Hendo was running again so if it was it was a hamstring that he'd done so if that that's a positive sign if he was able to run and actually get out there moving and then he's had maybe a full week in, in sort of training maybe behind the scenes with the lads he, we could maybe see him on the bench for the weekend which I think if anything it will give the whole stadium a boost if he is just on the bench because it has highlighted the fact that we have missed him I mean I've, I've knocked him in the past but he, he has changed my opinion this season and what we have seen is we have sort of looked a little bit lost in the midfield and there's been a lot a lot of changes so if he is just on the bench I think that'll give a big lift just to the crowd as well which we, we could see I guess we we won't know more until Klopp speaks on Friday in his press conference No and, and well hopefully so and I, I've criticised him the same Jay as, as you well know and, and I agree with you and, and right at this moment in time, I, I really don't care. I just, I just want the mentality giants back. Neil, you know, Jay's made a couple of good points there um, about the athletic game. But I, I think, you know, it, it's, it's a game here at the weekend. It, as Jay said, it's an early kickoff. We're never that great at them. But regardless of what happens in that game, and I, I don't expect anything else but a win. We're at Anfield. I, I think that... You know, I think there's something about what's going to happen this day week um, and, and the magnitude of it and the fact that our backs are against the wall. And if I, and lesser Liverpool teams have done this um, feat, never mind this one. And I think at this game and this week coming, and I'm hoping very much, maybe, maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part, that, that we turn that corner again and... You know, we, we saw what happened after after we beat Barcelona and we came back and a completely different animal, completely different game. But, you, you know, the, the, the narrative's the same. We're behind after the first leg. We have to do it. We're playing a completely different team, a team that won't attack us, a team that's going to sit there, a team that's not going to... It's going to be completely a drift net defence and to frustrate us and whatever. And we need goals and we, and we don't have any. And, and I think that... You know, that is going to be the wake-up call. That's going to be the moment. You know, he mentions Fabinho there, and he's quite right to do so. He's looked a bit rusty. He's looked a bit off the pace. He's not been horrible. He's not been terrible. But he's not been the player that we know he is. And I think sometimes maybe it's a game like this against Atleti that's going to bring those players back to life again. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that it's it's a huge it's a huge match against uh as we've talked about already, a, a, a really high-quality opponent. Um, obviously, they had their issues, which we talked about um, on the previous, uh, before the previous game. 
um, that they they aren't scoring a lot of goals, but more importantly, they're not conceding a lot of goals. Um, they're conceding even fewer, I should say. So they're going to camp, as you say, in, and we're we're going to have to break them down, and and that hopefully will bring the best out of our players because it's a, I think as I mentioned before, it's a it's a competition that they that they own. It's a championship that they have. It's they they are the the current European champions, and they're not going to want to give that up. So um, it should get the best out of them. Uh, personally, I think you're right. I think this weekend we will we should win against Bournemouth. We're probably set up to play them. They're probably set up for us to play them. We're at home. That's one record that that hasn't been damaged just yet. Is um, is our home record, uh, which is which is exceptional. And you know, I think we we all said you know a loss was going to come in the league uh, at some point. We we all said it. We are going to we had to pre- prepare ourselves for a, an imaginary day where we would lose. Well, it happened. And guess what? Sometimes when a big run comes um, to an end, you lose a couple of games. But I think this weekend should be the perfect tonic for us. Get us get us back. Get the crowd back confident, as Jay mentioned. Get um, get the players back feeling good. Uh, we haven't had a problem creating chances at Anfield. We haven't had a problem scoring goals at Anfield. So um, with a bit of luck, we can approach the athletic game feeling confident. Because again... You know, the one thing about them is, apart from on-set pieces, which we've looked a little vulnerable from um, just in the last couple of games um, since the break. Obviously, Athletic score from one, a lucky one, and um, then we concede from one against West Ham as well. Um, so, and I can't remember others, but potentially there are others there. So, so that's an issue. But other than that, it's not like they've got really any pace up front or anything. So they'll be camping in and, you know, Costa may be back for them. So they'll maybe try and look to hit him, but he's not quick. Um, so it could be a case of, of not having that much to worry about in terms of, 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 of being caught out. So we, you'd imagine we'll play quite high. We'll try and pen them in. We'll try and move the ball quickly. Uh, I think Fabinho's bound to start. Um, I think he's he is perfect for that uh, type of game where you're we're desperately stop you know uh, trying to stop the other team from from getting out at all, trying to smother the other team and just just pen them in and, and kind of um, ramp the pressure up and up and up and keep the attacks going. Um, so yeah, it's one of them. I mean, we're probably going to have to be patient though because. Athletic are, um, you know, are stubborn. But last season they they beat Juve two 0 at home at the same stage, and then went out there and got uh, torn apart in the second leg. Um, so potentially, you know, they have a few demons away from home in the Champions League. I think the same happened uh, in Dortmund last year. They lost four nil. Um, they beat beat them in the return fixture, I believe. But, uh, I think it's just getting that first goal against them because that changes everything. You know what I mean? Once it. you once you hit them once, then and I then... think we'll come out we'll come out flying. You know, we scored it after thirty seconds or something against Barcelona. You know, we um we 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 did the same thing. Nine uh, minutes, nine minutes. Come on, <laughs> it's, it's legend enough without making it bigger. Legend thirty seconds. It was nine minutes. Uh, Evox scored. Was it nine minutes? Was it, it was nine? nine. Yeah. Was it? 
It felt like 30 seconds. I get what you mean, but it was nine yeah. minutes. Well, maybe. There you go. Shows you what uh, what what memories are good for, like that, that um, night grows in legend day by day. That was, that was even in your own in your own mind. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we, we scored early and we, we we hit them quickly and we'll look to start fast and you know if we get one they could they could collapse a little bit we could get two or three. Um, I think three would be would be ideal because you know two is an iffy one, isn't it? If they um, yeah, they score they get back. The away goals is, comes into play, like. Yeah, and um, and um, Jay, uh, you know, uh, the, I don't think Atleti are going to be that intimidated, but I think Anfield can can come to our rescue as well, without a doubt. Um, you know, uh, they, I think, while I admire their style of play. It's the petty rolling about and all that shit. That I, I, you know, it detracts from the game that they play. They play a fucking really good game. Um, it's their style, but it's the fucking rolling about, and and it, it, it depends on the on the referee as well. Um, and obviously, the last time the referee played right to them, um, and I can't see that happening again. No, I mean, we do need a strong ref next week and I think we will get one but we can't say we won't do it ourselves if we get maybe two goal two nil up and maybe in the last ten minutes you will see the likes of Mane and Salah and maybe Firmino or whoever just taking taking a moment to go to the ground and take the time and then we've become masters at taking our time on throw-ins which you know it the, all the story of all yeah, the throwing coaches. Yeah, stuff. We, we, we can do dark we arts, but they do them on a completely well, different level. They do black, <laughs> they do black art. That, that's not dark, there's pitch black. That's how I wish they do it too, but we, we'll do it ourselves. And I mean, I don't know if, if they're going to bother with maybe trying to get some sort of coach welcome. I mean, we, we all seen probably the scenes from Atletico where it was just a street of red fire where that that for me was a proper bus welcome. Ours have sort of been tapered now with Man City whinging and crying that now we have all these police barriers up and it's not even a welcome anymore. The, the bus just whizzes past and the fans just stood outside. It sort of lost that little bit of aura that it had. Um, but the, well, are they not going to leave that for Europe, uh, Jay? You know, I know that there was talk about doing it for the league and whatnot, and maybe that's what they were trying to discourage, but, but for Europe, surely. No, because we had it for one game, I think, last season in Europe, and I can't. I didn't go to the bus welcome, but I walked up the ground just after it had gone, and they were, like the the police barriers fencing was all up, and it was when we played Man City, we the fans were free to encroach into the road. Where this this time now, the defences literally allow fans to be stood on the pavement so the bus can come in at relatively decent speed and swinging and and basically drive through where against Man City the bus sort of come to a standstill and maybe that was the effect that we had where we were rattling the bus and we rattled the players but um, I don't know if that's going to be the case maybe that's something that get, gets muted early on next week after we've got the Bournemouth game out the way we shall see but <sighs> we're sort of looking ahead because that's the that's the carrot now. We we know the league is is a formality as long as we just get our head back on. It's it's the Atletico game that we're all 
probably got our eyes on, but we, we need to just get this one at the weekend sorted first. And I think I think we, we, we can't stress enough how how much we need to go for the for the strong eleven in this one and hopefully that that backs us into into form. But I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just sort of lost because I've not had this feeling for three years. It's a, it's a, it's a strange feeling. Isn't <laughs> I'm, it? I'm with you. I'm really um, with you. I, I, I'm loath to, loath to be critical of them, Jay. There's no reason in this world for me yeah, to be critical of this team. But there's and, little frustrations there. Yeah, it's just little niggly things where you think, like, um, how, how are we going to... How are we going to get out of this? Because it's it's been that much of a shock that we've sort of we've hit this sort of slump, mini slump, whatever you want to call it, that we've been so good for so long. You sort of you forget what it feels like to lose, and you you, sort, you start putting questions into your into your mind about what 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 about changing formation is it because we're missing Henderson. Is it because of the break and stuff like that? I mean, it's probably a factor of several Look, things. Henderson, but... Henderson's miss, but I don't think it's that. I really don't no. think it's that. I, I, I think you'd be selling the the other ten players very short, and that's and that's not a criticism of Henderson in any way. But I think you're selling the other ten short to say there's no doubt about it. Henderson is leading that team, and so on and so on. But we've done without him before, and we've been fine. Yeah, we 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 have, and I think maybe. We have Miss Milner too. I mean, we we probably have overlooked the, the influence that he has, and we we've all been first to knock the fact they, they can't play together in a team. But I think maybe you also you probably just need one in and around the team at all times, and maybe the, these type of games like the weekend when we went two 0 down, it would have been a sub that would have come on would have been Milner just to you know rattle them back up because we all see what Deeney was doing to love and he was he had them on skate to use in his head from the very first minute and maybe that's what we were missing at the weekend with that little bit of you know English snidery that we, we probably haven't really got in many other players and it seems sort of have it a little bit with Robbo but um, we've touched on the fact that he's not maybe at his highest form at the moment and I think it's maybe been a bit overlooked that we are missing Milner a little bit. No, without a doubt. Well, listen, I think in closing this, it'll be a bit of fun. We'll try and finish on a positive, Neil. Uh, I'll come to you on it. Do you expect us to win our next four league games and lift the title? Or do you see another upset? Um... No, I would expect this. I'd expect this to go on now and, and put that behind us. I mean, we've still never lost two league games in a row under Klopp, um, and we wouldn't like to to break that record. So, um, I think I think we'll we'll certainly win our next one. Um, then you've got you've got some. Uh, I mean, the Derby's coming up, isn't it? That's at Goodison. Um, I think Everton will give that a real go, but of course you would imagine we'll win. Um, but we'll give that a go. So that's another one of those games, Neil. Yeah, you're up that, for that it. You yeah. look at and and go. This this is important. It's a derby, and and you know that those that group will lift themselves. And maybe that's what we're missing. And then with City in there as well, you know the City bigger games, there, the bigger yeah. the bigger prizes. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting where we are and, and, and what the what the scenario is on that one. Um, we've we've got to go there, don't we? Yeah, we're away to City yeah, and Everton. Go there, yeah. So, so I mean, they'll fancy that one. Of course, they'll want to stick one on us um, because you know we've taken their title away from them, and um, they they won't want us to win the title there, or or they want us to to have to work as hard as possible to win the title. So there's there's a potential that I I think that the City game falls. The next round of the uh, or one of the rounds of, of the Champions League in between it, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be just our luck to, to get three in a row with them? Yeah, it would be. I mean, we've had that before, haven't we? Yeah, and I think Spurs had it with them. And I'm just sort of looking, go, oh, for fuck's sake, that, that could that, that just our luck. Yeah, well, we've got to get past Atleti, um, and provided we do, then you know you've every chance of getting you've every chance of getting City back, don't you? So. You know, it's, uh, it's literally a lottery. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we could end up playing them three times on the bounce, and that would be a bit of a pain in the arse because I couldn't really be bothered with it. Um, it's the media more than anything else, Neil. That's, I think. It's the hype. Like, it's the fucking hype. It's too much. Although, to be fair, maybe it'll fucking stop people talking about um, coronavirus. <laughs> you never know. Um but yeah, I mean, I think we will go on now. I mean, I was pretty amazed that we were winning every game anyway. I mean, when you think about it, it, it was a bit nuts. I mean, no team has ever done that. Even City last year lost to us. Um, or, no, they didn't lose to us. They lost. They, they, I, th- I think the whole thing's been a reality DG, check. They lost to Newcastle and they lost to, to, to Palace and whatever. Um so we've already beaten the Arsenal Invincibles total. We're probably going to set the the points record at this at this stage if if we have a good rest of the season without necessarily having to be absolutely perfect. So I would expect us to to get our mojo back and and probably go unbeaten for the rest of the season. I don't know if we necessarily win our next four. Um, we there could be a draw in there. You never know. Um, but yeah, I think we'll we'll get back on the horse basically, and I think the big one, as Jay's already said, as we've already alluded to, is Atleti. And if that goes well, and we we get through that, then the confidence will come coursing back. No, indeed. And Jay, yourself, um, you know, there was a stage we thought we could do it, and 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 the fact of the matter is, we could still do it at Goodison because, as I say, with the Mank Derby here this weekend, and you know, even even City get a draw there, and United, like I know. They're no great shakes, but they, they seem to have improved. That, that kid Fernandez seems to be a, a half decent player for them. Seems to be improving them, and you sort of look at it and you go, "Well, maybe a draw there, or maybe maybe United beat them or get a draw. Even a draw would be would be great for us. It, it just brings the finish line closer for us." Yeah, I'll just tie up a couple of loose ends that Neil had. Um, the quarterfinals, the first leg will be after the City game. The first leg is the seventh and eighth of April. So we wouldn't play them three times in a row. In effect, it'd be a league game uh, wedged in that weekend because the, the second leg of the quarterfinals the following week um, and uh, our league game that weekend is, well, it's Easter weekend for us. It's Aston Villa at home. Um, so our next four do you want our next four league games or our next four 
games are we looking at it no no the next I'm, I'm looking at tying up this league um okay. Jay, you know okay. and, and, and you know the soonest i think i think we've reached a point now with this team that we want them across the line as soon as possible yeah and i still stand by it's going to be one of the etihad which i've said for god knows how long haven't i uh but well you sort of wavered the goodison for a stage with your back i did but <laughs> I, I mean i'm going to go with what i threw out there very 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 early on I went, well, maybe October I threw it out there that we'd win it at the Etihad but uh, obviously December I think it was 15 clear by Christmas and then we, I said, yeah. when we got to Christmas time we the Etihad <laughs> yeah uh, I can see us I can see us wiping the floor with Bournemouth then we'll go to Ev on a Monday night um, at which point City will have played three league games I think we'll have a best idea of what what's in, in for us then but Everton won't be easy they'll be up for it they'll want to they'll want to put a number on us uh, Carlo's got them in some sort of shape they are lo- looking a lot more organised than what they were maybe three or four months ago so we we have got to give them kudos for that um, but they have a habit of <laughs> their heads have a habit of falling off when faced yeah. with us even with Carlo but I think at Goodison that they've got maybe just a little bit more confidence than than no confidence at all. Um, then we play Palace at home, which for me is when I actually want to win it. I don't, I don't want to win it away from home at City as much as I've said we would. I want it to be in front of our own fans. I want our, I want fifty-five thousand Liverpool fans or about fifty-two, maybe fifty-three thousand, to have that moment that they save you that we wasted thirty years for. I don't want it to be people sat at home in front of the TV screen and there will be millions around the world who's listening. And oh, no, you're, you're a match score. I think that's a perfectly fair yeah. that's a firstly, perfectly fair what you're saying. I think it, for 55,000 or 54,000 whatever people to be there to witness that is better than the two or three thousand who will get to go to the away game lucky sods that they are that we're not going to get into that topic but I think as much as it would be nice to win in the city why not win that home put a little number on Roy Hodgson and then go to City and get that what's it uh, guard of honour that they've got to stand there and applaud us as they've handed over their title to us I think I think that'd be nice but um, our next four league games beat Bournemouth just beat the Ev beat Palace and I think we go to City and get a draw but I think hopefully by then we might have it over and done with them. I think City might drop points over the next week. They've got three games in a week and they, they'll, they'll drop points, I think, in one of them games and that might just be what we need then. That'll get us over the line. We might just go to City and might need a draw. It just depends on what they do over the next few weeks. No, I can buy into all of that, all of those possibilities. I, I just I just want the mentality giants back. I just want my winning team back. I don't I don't I, don't, I haven't enjoyed this week. I really have not enjoyed this no, week. You're not the only one. Uh, it's you know uh, and and you know something. It's like as Neil said, this is fantasy football. Teams don't do this, but you see whenever you get used to it, you see when somebody takes it away. <laughs> see when somebody takes it away from you, it's not nice. It really is not nice. Neil, uh yeah, anything else you just want to add there before we close? No, not really. I mean, I would just echo that. It's been a it's been a tough week all around. Um, it's very much. A, I mean, I'm sure other 
fans of other clubs would would say, "I fuck you." Basically, my heart bleeds for you. But um, <laughs> they've never experienced it. <laughs> but yeah, that's what you know. You're absolutely right. When you do get used to it, we 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 were get we we were lulled into the sense that while we knew it would never, it couldn't couldn't last forever. We still sort of thought, well, "When's it ever going to end?" But um, but it has. So in a way, that's good. That particular record breaking talk and invincibles and stuff that can be sort of uh, put away, and we can just concentrate on the business of winning the league and winning the European Cup. Indeed, and and I'm all for that. Um, you know, I suppose they, you gave me at the end or the start of the season, say, well, you know, you you you, you get a double, Jesus, I'd break your arm for that double. Um, I just, I think, I think we all just got a bit greedy and a bit ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I mean. Earlier in the season, like just just earlier in the season, none of us cared about the FA Cup. It was only after it was only after out. after we didn't turn up for a fucking round of it that we took interest in it. Exactly, that's it. Oh fuck, we're still in. Well, it'd be nice to win them all, wouldn't it? So, I mean, I think that's why it's not such a. It's not been nice, but it's not so bad when you look at it. If as long as we do get back on the horse now and and, and go on from here. Which we all think we will, then um, you know it's 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 going to be one of them where you probably look back and say we probably needed that wake up call, we probably needed that wee bump and and to get brought down to earth. And at the end of the day, you're absolutely over the moon with with a league and European Cup double if if you go on and do that. No, absolutely. Well, listen, lads, we're up on the hour here. We'll leave it at that. Um, thank you so much as always for your time, lads. Uh, always a pleasure talking to you. Some. Interesting points of view in a very, very difficult week, and I appreciate greatly you taking the time to come on uh, because it, it's, it's been a bit of a reality check for us, I think, this week. Uh, but hopefully, it's, it's a reality check that kicks us on and, and leads us to that double. So, it just leaves me to say thank you very much to the listener, as always. Thanks again to the guys, and until the next time, up the beatable Reds. <laughs> <laughs>